Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If the wasabi that the waiter brings out to accompany your sushi could talk, it would have some explaining to do. It's highly unlikely that that pungent green paste is the real thing. It's probably not even close. The wasabi served in American restaurants is actually a mixture of mustard, horseradish, and green food coloring. That's because real wasabi is very expensive, sometimes more than $100 a pound outside of Japan. Though even in Japan, it's rare for restaurants to use it because it's not cheap and it must be freshly grated. The part of the wasabi plant that's used as a condiment is the rhizome. It's a root-like stem that grows underground, like ginger or potatoes. The whole plant is actually edible, but the rhizome is especially prized for its sharp flavors. If you're lucky enough to go to a restaurant serving the real thing, they may even bring the rhizome to the table along with a grater so that they can grate it as freshly as possible for you. That's because wasabi starts to lose its kick around 15 minutes after being grated or cut, because that amazing kick comes from one of the plant's defense mechanisms, and it's not a permanent feature of the rhizome. You see, wasabi doesn't have much scent until it's cut or grated. But when its cell walls are broken, say by the teeth of a hungry herbivore or a chef's knife, compounds from inside and outside those cells mix and undergo a chemical chain reaction that creates hot-tasting compounds during one phase of the chain. This is an evolutionary trait meant to deter animals from eating the plant. But suckers, we humans have decided that we dig that flavor. While imitation wasabi is very hot with a mustard-pepper sort of flavor, the real stuff doesn't have the same harshness or burn and tastes more vegetal, earthy, and smooth with just a hint of sweetness. Wasabi is so expensive because it's hard to cultivate. It's known as the hardest plant to grow commercially in the world. The best wasabi, called sawa wasabi, is grown in flooded beds of gravel or preferably in cool mountain streams. The roots sink down into the soil below, the rhizomes grow in the gravel, and the leaf stems poke up above the water. Lower quality plants are grown in fields in soil, called oka wasabi, for processing into dried powder for snack crackers and the like. But either way, wasabi's leaves and stems are brittle. It wants temperatures to stay between 50 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit, that's about 8 to 20 Celsius. And, like me, it won't tolerate direct sunlight. It doesn't do well in greenhouses, so it can really only be grown in appropriate natural environments. So, when restaurants are trying to keep costs down, they substitute the aforementioned horseradish mixture for real wasabi. The reason this works is because both ingredients get their pungency from the same family of herbivore deterrent compounds called isothiocyanates. And scientists are looking into wasabi's medicinal properties. It appears to relieve allergy symptoms, fight cancer, and inhibit bacterial growth, though more research is needed. The antimicrobial attribute might be why it traditionally accompanies sushi. It's a way of counteracting any possible ill effects of eating raw fish. Today's episode was written by Katherine Whitboard and produced by Tyler Klang. The Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. To learn more about the history, science, and culture of wasabi, check out my other podcast, Savor. We did an episode on it in December of 2018. And, of course, for more on this and lots of other hot topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Plus, for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 